Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. All right, so I'm going to skip um, a whole portion um, this morning, but I do want to bring out one point. Um, that So kind of our main text this morning is Ephesians 6.10 and Ephesians 3.16. But I want to look at something really quick before we get there, because the Lord was ministering this to me. Now, this is not just directed towards mothers, okay? This is for everybody. Sometimes I've got just a message for the mothers, but the Lord really landed this word in my heart, and um, I believe it speaks to where we are at as a country, where we are at as believers, and where we should be and what we should be living from as children of the Most High God. A mighty God, a powerful God, full of ability in him. Amen. And so, but I want to point this out to you that the Lord has been speaking to me. And this is actually in reflection of Mary's heart. Now, listen, God has given you, Jesus said in um, John 14, 16, that he's given us the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to go to that and read that. But in fact, he's fully equipped us with grace. He placed the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Right? And then he said, peace I leave with you. Right? It's better that I go away. Here's what I'm going to give you while I'm gone. Right? And it's better than what they had when he was just here. And it was, just, it was Jesus. We've all got that Holy Spirit that he left inside of us to walk through life and to live in victory. Amen? We've talked a lot about victory this morning. Man. Praise the Lord. You should get so good at rejoicing even when you don't feel like it. That people think your life is just perfect. Right? You should get so good. But anyway, so we have the Holy Spirit. So we have that ability. This is how this is possible to walk in the strength of the Lord, to walk in grace, is because Jesus said, I've left you the Holy Spirit. You'll be just fine. In fact, peace I leave with you. In Bible, peace is nothing missing, nothing broken. That's what that means, all right? But Mary, her heart, and we're not going to turn there, but Luke 137 through 38 says, says, so the impossible is possible with God. All right? Then Mary, listen, she decided in her heart at that moment, here I am, the Lord's humble servant, as you have said, let it be to me. The Lord was showing me this. So you know what I've been saying? According to your word, be it unto me. Well, I don't know what to do. Nope, according to your word, be it unto me. Now listen, Mary had, an angel had come and spoken to her and spoken to her what she was called to do. This is what's going to happen. Now, Mary in that moment had an opportunity to go with what the natural looked like or go with what God said. You may say, well, she had an angel visit her. Listen, we have so many words spoken right to us that we can say, be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. Not be it unto me according to what I see. Be it unto me according to your word, all right? So I just want to preface this with that. 
with that scripture before we jump into this. And the Lord's going to help me get this thought out because there's a lot more than 20 minutes worth of thought here. I got a lot of words. I've not used them all yet. Not even half, right? The Amplified in that verse, I'm going to read this to you really quick, says, For with God nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Then Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be done to me what you have said. One thing that's interesting about this is Mary's heart was full of humility. If you're going to be able to say, be it unto me according to your word, then we're going to have to be able to say, Lord, here I am, your servant, tell me what to do. You know that's humility? Yielding to the Lord is humility. So Mary put faith in the words that God spoke and not in what, what she saw. And the reason why I'm bringing that up before we go into this is because you need to see something about yourself that I don't think we really quite comprehend. In fact, we're going to continue to receive revelation on this word until we walk right into heaven. And you're going to continue to need this word every single day that you live for the Lord. But it's a good word. It is a good word. So get ready after this to say, be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. You, that's, fit. that's faith. It's simple. Don't make it so hard. God said it. Be it unto me according to your word. I believe it. Because everything's possible with him. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Amen? So we're going to go to, um, um, I'm going to speak a word to you today. And it's, uh, we're going to start in Ephesians 6.10. Ephesians 6.10. And I'm going to go fast, so you try to keep up. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Listen, this is a command right here. This is not a suggestion. Now, God doesn't make us be strong in the Lord. But we are to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the Amplified, it says, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord, draw your strength from him, and be empowered through your union with him, and in the power of his boundless might. One translation or one um, thing that I read, which I thought was really good, is be getting empowered in him. Be getting empowered in him, which means... That it is a forever boundless now, I need it now, fountain that we're to draw from and live from and be in and move in and operate from and live from and breathe fountain. Boundless might from the Lord. The other one says, um, so that shows a continually getting empowered in the power of his boundless resource. Listen to this. A resource of supply, resource is this. It's a source of supply, support or aid, especially the one that can be readily drawn upon when needed. Something that helps you achieve something. Listen. Okay. 
ability to deal with problems effectively. That's his might. That's what we're to draw from. And it's not empty, ever. It's always full. It's always abounding. Um, we're going to kind of jump around in Ephesians here, but I want to, because we're going to go to Ephesians, actually, chapter 3, verse 16. Let me read that really quick for you, and then we'll come back to the other one. But 3.16 says, and you guys know it, if you read the Ephesians prayers with us, you know this scripture. It says that, that he would grant to you according to the riches of, you, of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in your inner man. To be strengthened with might in your spirit in your man. And I want you to notice, think about this. I have never seen this before. Ephesians 3.16 where it says, Be strengthened with might through his spirit in your inner man. And then between that and Ephesians 6.10, Be strong in the Lord and the power of your might. Everything in between. Let me read it to you. Unity. Walking in love. Now stay with me. This is all between a strength scripture and a strength scripture. Unity, walking in love. Operating in your gifting is between strength and strength. Putting off the old man and putting on the new between strength and strength. Now, this is where it gets fun. Wives, submit to your husband between strength strength. Okay? Stick with me. Husbands, just in case you thought you were clear. Love your wives. Nurture them. Cherish them. Between strength and strength. And kids, just in case you thought you were left out. <laughs> Children, obey your parents. We used to tell Kylie, because whether you believe it or not, she was naughty when she was little. <laughs> she wasn't naughty. She just had, she was like, this is where I'm going. Get out the way, you know. And we would say to Kylie, Kylie, and she'd be in tears because she just had a discipline, okay? Discipline is necessary. We'd say, Kylie, what does God say? And she would say, if I obey my parents, I will leave long on the earth. It says that here in verse 3 there of Ephesians 6. I'll live long. Do you want to live long? Yes. <laughs> then what do you need to do? Obey you. <laughs> oh, I love you, Kylie. I love all my kids. We use that with all of them. But anyways, it says, children, obey your parents between strength and strength. Fathers, don't provoke your children. He tells you how to be fathers between strength and strength. Okay, stick with me. Service on the job. 
strength and strength. So it sounds to me like, okay, that God knew and made available to us this boundless strength that we would need in all of life. Don't just think, when you think strength, don't just think the big muscle in the corner. All right? When you think strength, I want you to think about strength in decisions, strength to stand up for what's right, strength to make the right decision in your family, strength to be a godly wife, strength to be a godly husband, strength to be a mother and a father, strength to be a good worker on the job, strength to do all of this stuff, ability, his grace. So he started all of this, Paul started all of this by saying, In 3.16, he says, Be strengthened with might through his spirit in your inner man. And then ends it here, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Strength. See, we're not supposed to take portions of our life and separate them out. And God gets to be strength in this area, but he doesn't get to be strength in this area. And God, you can be strength there, but I got this one on my own. If we understood the amount of strength, the boundless, endless amount of strength that God has and might that he has for us to deal with things that we think aren't as important or we got this on our own, man, we'd be sitting in a whole different place. I'm talking strength. To stand on the word of God and be able to say, be it unto me according to your word. Come on, church. We are not to look like the world. We're not to be like the We're not supposed to talk like them. And I've said it. Gas prices. And now Sean wants to go on a drive like elderly people all the time. <laughs> We do. We go on drives on Sunday night. I used to not make fun of older people on Sundays that would go driving. Y'all heard of Sunday driver? I am one now. I mean, we drive to the heights and we drive. We could have drove and we could have drove to Glendive to visit our friends. But we're just driving, right? We're not to look like the world. God has given us enough strength to be effective mothers, fathers, daughters, sons, children. He's given us strength. He's infused that, in fact, into us. And so all of these things are packed between strength. And the reason why we need strength is, listen, we were not designed to live for God without drawing on what he's placed on the inside of us. And we do that sometimes. But I got it. We just get busy. We get rolling in our schedule. Yeah, we spend time with God in the morning, and then we leave him there. I mean, he doesn't stay there, you know, scripture, right? But we draw strength from him and continually be empowered by his boundless resources. The ability to deal with problems effectively. 
the ability to deal with things effectively. How many want to be effective in life? How many want to deal with relationships effectively? You want to deal in your job effectively. You want to deal with your kids effectively. There's strength and might and ability and grace to do just that. In verses 10 and 20, I love this, it deals with the counterpart of the Christian's internal warfare, which is putting off the old man and putting on the living from the new man, which is our born-again human nature. All of these verses bring out the description of the ideal home between 316 and 610 of Ephesians and suddenly shift to the battlefield. This is why we're instructed to put on our new man. So Paul often talks in military terms when talking about the Christian walk. Why? Because the battle is real. How many notice when you're raising kids, the battle is real? When you're going to your job and you don't get along with your boss, the battle is real. When you're dealing with things in your own body, the battle is real. And it can be difficult. Walking with the Lord requires dedication and effort. No true soldier of Jesus Christ can expect to be immune from the assaults of the enemy. And no Christian can afford to be neutral in the battle. So he gives us permission. In verse 10 it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If you're a wife, finally, be strong. Listen, he switched to battle mode. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of, your, of my might. As a husband, as a father, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I love I love how Paul does that. He talks about races, battles, because I like to think I'm pretty strong. I like to think that I could run, aw run a ways. I found out that I cannot even walk from my office up there downstairs <laughs> and back without, like, heavy breathing. <laughs> I also found out, as we pray before church in the mornings, I found out that I'm like having to, like just this little piece right here, walk back and forth and pray at the same time. I need to work out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to sit right here and pray, right? But we're walking. We're, we are called to walk in our new nature. That's Christ in us. Do we do that by self-reliance? Absolutely not. Now, we do do that. But we're not supposed to. We've been afforded so much more than to just walk through life and rely on our own selves. To think that we've got the power of God living on the inside of us to walk through just normal day-to-day -day things that we're called to do, that we're doing, and have power and ability to do that and do it effectively. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. God's word translation says, finally, receive your power from the Lord and from his mighty strength. Since God is offering strength for life and gives us the ability to draw from his strength for life and all that it entails, why would we not do it that way? This challenged me. Why would we not do it that way? Why would we just sit and hang on to and carry all the weights of decisions we have to make, of raising the kids, of all of these things, doing this, doing that, and sit and just carry the weight when God says, I've got strength for you to walk in here, and it is mighty, and it's full, and it is effective strength. So we can ask for more strength. In Ephesians, and I'm not... Well, actually, we're already turned there, but I want to read this to you. The Lord showed me this actually in our women's study, but Ephesians 3:16 and 17 in the Amplified says, May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened continually and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self, indwelling your innermost being and personality. So the riches of his glory, what he's saying is there in there is that out of the richness, the abundance, the enough, the liberal supply, the full supply of his glory, his manifest nature lives in you and strengthens you from the inside out right now. God's manifest presence, that's his glory, God's manifest um, power, God's manifest nature lives in you right now to draw from, to be able to walk through life and be effective and for his kingdom and be effective and be full of glory and spilling over with, um, t- I mean, so much grace, so much ability. It's his infinite abundance. More than enough, liberal supply, manifest nature to be strengthened and energized with power through and by his spirit in you. Out of his riches, out of, another translation, I love this, is out of his perfect character. Oh man, we got so much in us. (laughs) We got so much in us. You wonder why we can just celebrate Faith celebrates. Faith rejoices. Faith rejoices because it knows, be it unto me according to your word, I am full of the manifest nature of God. And it's rich and abundant and more than enough. I'm full of that. The New Living Translation says it this way, that then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust him. Your roots will go down, this is verse 17, grow down deep into God's love and keep you strong. It will keep you strong. Being rooted and grounded in the Lord will keep you strong. This strength, listen to this, this is great. This strength apply is to be applied to every battle, every issue, every weakness, every problem, and it's always more than enough. 
you can actually pull his superhuman strength into your puny natural. And it is puny. You can actually pull his superhuman strength into the natural of your life and see God turn it into something that's beyond your wildest imagination. He does abundantly above all we could ask or think. He's faithful. We are to be powerfully strengthened, to be fortified and made mighty by his spirit. Superhuman strength. And you will have some success, because you'll have some success. I mean, what we think of to be success in this world, right? But you can yield to, yield to his strength and guarantee a victory every single time. I'd rather guarantee a victory. I'd rather guarantee a victory, amen? A victory where you come out stronger than when you went in. Listen, I get it. When you're in the heat of the moment, in the battle, it doesn't feel like you're going to come out stronger. But if you keep your eyes focused on the Lord and you learn and you get really good at drawing from the grace of God and you get really good at being strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, you will come through and you will come through stronger than when you went in. I guarantee it. Based on the word, be it unto me according to your word, Lord. That's our heart. Be it unto me according to your word. To be strengthened with, with might, that phrase right there, to be strengthened with might, comes from two Greek words put together to state that no one can serve God adequately without the ability that the Holy Spirit gives. Dunamis relates to inherent ability. To be witnesses under Christ. And Kratos relates to manifested strength and shows that power in action. You want to see God's power in action in your life? Draw from his strength. So how come I don't feel that strength? And this is where, and I'm going to close with this. Oh my goodness, the time just flew by. But I'm going to close with this because I believe the Lord, and, and I want you to hear my heart in this. I think you will. I know you will. The scripture says in Isaiah 40, 31, and I'm going to read it out of the Wycliffe, and then I'm going to read it out of the message. But it says, but they who hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall grow wings like eagles. They shall run and shall not labor or struggle. They shall go and shall not faint. The message says, but those who wait upon God get fresh strength. Fresh. Not old. Not half. Not some. Fresh strength. Exactly what you need at just the right time. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. And this is what I felt like the Lord was saying. Waiting requires time 
It requires patience. It requires attention. Waiting requires discipline of your flesh. Fun one. Waiting requires humility. Waiting requires surrender. And it requires trust. So when we get through our day, we're tired, we're depleted, we've done all the things that we must, we have to honestly ask ourselves, at what portion and what portion of my day did I wait? Or did we not have time to wait? I'm speaking to myself here. This is what I believe the church, we need revelation in this. We are not of this world. We are in it, but we are not of it. And we have such a fast-paced world. And we have families that pour into so many things. And I'm, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying hear from the Spirit of God. I'm getting ready to send my, oh goodness, my firstborn to college. And I have not thought once about the fun things that we've poured into her. I mean, we did those. Those were fun. But I have thought about this. Lord, when I send her away, have I taught her to hear your voice and to respond to it? Have I taught her that when she's not feeling well in her body, to grab onto the word that says, by your stripes you were healed, be it unto me according to your word. Have I taught her that when people treat her wrong, because that's going to happen, that love never fails. And bitterness will kill you. It literally will. Have I taught her that when she's going to work at night and she's driving, have I taught her that if the Holy Spirit speaks and says, I want you to go this way today, that she'll hear and she'll listen and obey? Have I taught her these things? I don't think about, my kids played sports, but I don't think about, Lord, have I taught her the proper form? on shooting a basketball. I got really good form, by the way. <laughs> Have I taught her these things? Have I taught her to not be led and moved by the emotion of the situation, but to get in and wait on God and hear from God and make a decision from the Spirit because that's what's going to be effective in her life. I'm not saying I did all that perfectly. 
But if I could encourage you with something today, slow down. Slow down. Wait on the Lord. Renew your strength in him. You're going to need it. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might so that when somebody sees you, they don't see weakness. They see they've got a strength that I don't know about that I certainly do want. Because their gas prices are the same as mine. Let's get really good, get better, and go back to waiting on the Lord. Where we can shut everything off and just sit with the Lord and wait and pray and hear and heed because we want to be effective. The last thing I'm going to share and then we're out. Sorry, guys. We, and I heard this actually during um, the early morning, he said, uh, the Lord spoke this to me. We must stop looking at our weaknesses and look at his strength. Stop looking at your weaknesses and look at his strength. He's not requiring you to be strong in order to take his strength. He's saying you are weak and you're going to need my strength. Amen? Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.